Hello everybody and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. Hey everybody and welcome back to the podcast. So today what we're going to be talking about is a couple different things that are really going to help you with getting your energy in the right place to really take on and own each day and really just show up as you know the best version of yourself as you can. So what we're going to be talking about today is energy, grounding, and also the importance of morning rituals. Okay, and and the reason why I'm talking about this is because I feel like this is an area that I've been struggling a bit with at the moment. So I've been going kind of over, you know, what I'm currently doing in my day and with my morning rituals and all of that and really double checking and making sure that they are setting me up for the most success that I can, you know, to show up as the best version of myself as I can each day. Uh, Pretty much what I've kind of been finding is, you know, my energy lately has not been 100% across, you know, the whole day. You know, I wake up really, really early. I start the day really strong. But then before midday, I've been finding that I'm already crashing. And that's not really great, you know, especially when I've got um, a lot of stuff that I have to do in the afternoon or if I have some calls to take. And what I'm finding is that, yeah, by the time it hits midday, I am absolutely knackered. And I really just can't continue on. So what I was kind of looking at is in my current morning routine, having a look and seeing, okay, well, what is it that could be causing this issue? And what I think it is, is I like to wake up early. I like to wake up at 5 a.m. because I like to see the sunrise and I also like to make the most of the day, right? And what I do is I'll wake up at 5 a.m. But then, you know, if I get up at 5 by 6 or by 5.30, you know, I'm already getting stuck into business stuff. So I'm not even allowing myself enough time in the morning to properly wake up or just do my self-care rituals or anything like that. And I feel like that's having a massive effect on my energy across the rest of the day. Because from the moment I wake up, I'm essentially giving my energy to other people, you know, by jumping on Instagram, going onto live streams and all of that stuff. Like immediately before I've even filled up my own cup, I'm giving away my energy to others. So when I'm working all day and I'm working with clients and I'm showing up online, I end up, like I said, being pretty drained by the afternoon. So this is something that I wanted to chat about first with you guys is your morning ritual. You need to really be ensuring that it is setting you up for a successful day. Your morning ritual shouldn't be a chore. It shouldn't be something that you dread doing. It should be something that is going to frame your mind and your energy to be able to show up 100% or as the best you possibly can across your day. Okay, so first things first I want you to look at is what time are you currently waking up for your morning routine? Are you waking up, you know, at 5 a.m.? because everyone else is waking up at 5 a.m. and and that's what people say you should be doing? Or are you waking up at, you know, 3 a.m. because you start work at 5 a.m. but you want to put time to do personal development, exercise, this and that and this and that? Really take a look at what time you're currently waking up in the morning and ask yourself, is that actually serving you best? You know, is waking up at that time really setting you up for the most success in the day 
or are you just doing it because other people are getting up at that time? And this is a big thing that I need you to wrap your head around because this is something that I kind of um, struggled with, I think myself, is that I would get under this impression that your morning routine should be about what time you wake up, but it shouldn't be. It should be about how you wake up. You know, how you're waking up that day, what you're doing in order to get your energy in the right place. So if waking up at 5 a.m. isn't working for you or waking up at 3 a.m., gosh, I hope none of you are doing that, isn't working for you, then what I want you to do is really look at your current ritual and see how can I change this so it supports me better? What can I move around? What could I, like, you know, what activities could I do elsewhere to ensure that my morning becomes about me and my energy? So for me, what I'm doing is first and foremost, I'm trialing, um, still waking up at 5 a.m. because I personally just like seeing the sunrise. But what I'm going to do is set like strong boundaries. And before 7 a.m., I cannot go on social media. So from, you know, 5 a.m. until 7 a.m., that's me time. From 7 a.m., I'll then go live and I'll um, do my affirmation challenge and start showing up for everyone. But then not until 9 a.m. am I allowed to start doing business work in terms of um, messaging and responding to my inbox and all of that sort of stuff. So these are some boundaries that I'm starting to put in place for myself so that I can really be using the morning strictly for me time and strictly for protecting my energy, strictly for filling up my cup at the start of the day before I start to fill up other people's because that's the biggest thing, right? I think that's where my issue has been is that I obviously in the work that I do, you know, I show up for other people and I I listen and I help and I support other people. But if my cup is not full before I start doing that, then I'm not going to be able to fill other people's cups up either, right? So this is a big thing that I'm taking on board. So I'm going to start doing, you know, some exercising in the morning, going to the gym some days, going for walks other days because Connecting with nature, that's the next thing I want to talk about when I when I mentioned walks, it reminded me of it, is I need something in my day to help me be more grounded. Because what I'm finding is, you know, even if I do des- de- dedicate, you know, a decent amount of time to my morning routine and filling up my own cup in the morning, I still, because I'm glued to my technology, I'm glued to my phone, I'm glued to my laptop, to all of that right across the day, by the afternoon, by the evening, I'm just like drained. I'm just like mind numb, can't really talk to people because my energy isn't there. I kind of just like fade out. And so for me, what I was thinking about just yesterday is that um, it's really important to make sure we are grounding ourselves across the day as well. And I'm going to talk a lot about grounding in today's episode and explain to you what exactly is grounding, how do you know if you are ungrounded and disconnected, and ways that you can really start to reground yourself. Because there's a few things that I like to do to help me become more grounded. But then I also decided um, for this episode, I wanted to do a bit more research into it all so I could really provide you guys with the real facts and information about the power of grounding and um, give you multiple different ways as well that you can really start to ground yourself because you know what what one person does isn't going to be the same as what the next person's going to want to do so um, I've done my research for this episode to provide you guys with enough insight into different options that you can really be taking so for me this week I've actually done quite a bit of grounding this week because I feel like I really did need it you know like this week compared to well 
weeks in the past as well I've just I haven't really like I said been filling up my own cup and so this week it's kind of hit me and I'm like okay I need to start doing something about this so I don't fall off the bandwagon and the flow of everything I'm doing at the moment so earlier this week I went to a waterfall with my sister and oh my god that was like the most amazing trip it was the it was the best digital detox for me basically we went to this like completely hidden waterfall like it's not even on the map so many people have asked me where it is but I literally cannot even tell you guys where it is because it's not a known waterfall it's one that we literally like jumped into someone's property and then went on a massive bushwalk um and found it that way so it's one of those falls that you know you really need to be shown how to access it there's no way of um like physically shown and walked through it there's no way of mapping it out for someone so sorry to everyone that's asking me but I actually can't tell you how to get to it (laughs) but pretty much we went to that waterfall and because it was so hidden we were able to just like you know switch off from technology switch off from the entire world around us and just literally sit and be in nature and just breathe and just be still and just like watch the trees above us listen to the sound of the water falling like it was just the most therapeutic thing ever right so I highly I highly recommend if you haven't been out to a waterfall recently plan a day trip with some friends you know if you're on the Gold Coast there's Cedar Creek Falls like in the Gold Coast hinterland and there's so many others around like Springbrook and I think Corumbin and all of that so definitely go and suss some of them out but guys it is such like it it's so yeah that's all I can explain is it's so therapeutic you know just switching off sitting down and just being in nature and I feel like we don't do it enough especially when we do live in the city and stuff you obviously we've got parks around us and all of that but you don't realize how disconnected from nature you actually are until you get back out into it and then the other thing that I did yesterday was um because my energy was so low yesterday um I decided instead of going to the gym I would go down to the broadwater the broadwater and I took a walk along the sand I just wanted to put my feet in the sand in the water not on concrete not in shoes I just wanted to take my shoes and my socks off and just like bury my feet in sand um and so I did and I was walking along the water line with my feet in the water oh so refreshing But then I actually saw in the sand was this massive stingray, like a massive stingray or manta ray, I think it is, because it didn't have a barb on its tail. I think that's the difference between the two. But it was this massive manta ray and it was kind of like if, you know, you're putting your arms out in front of you and trying to make a massive circle with them, you can't even like touch your hands. It was that big. And it was just sitting there and it was just looking at me and it was just burying itself into the sand because it knew I was there and it was like hiding. But like simple things like that and just being with nature looking at your surroundings really really looking closely as well like if I had been on my phone I wouldn't have even seen that so that's something as well if you're feeling really disconnected and your energy is really low switch off your technology get outside and just look look at nature look closely and see what you can find and then the other thing I did yesterday as well like I'm not even kidding guys when I say this week I've been just like needing to ground myself I um went into the parklands after I went on my walk and there was this massive tree and like I tell you I'll tell you what every single time I walk past this tree I swear it is just like calling my name because I cannot not stare at it like I just want to stare at it I just think it's so beautiful it's just always there anyways I decided to climb the tree because I was like you know what I feel like climbing a tree and I'm not a I'm not a tree climber 
I'm not a tree climber. I never have been, never thought I would be, but I climbed this tree and I climbed all the way up into the very, very top branches and it had like the perfect little nest made out of branches. And I just sat in it and I sat in it above everyone that was like walking on the footpath below. And like, again, it was just so great because I could just breathe and I could just be still and I could just be, you know, amongst nature. And I think it's something that we all need to be more intentional about doing in our days, you know, because we don't realize the importance and the impact that it can have on our energy when we are, you know, constantly working in offices or constantly working on technology or just, you know, constantly doing things that are making us feel ungrounded or unbalanced. So that's my little recap of the past week, I guess. But what I want to do now is have a bit of a chat to you about what exactly grounding is you know, so then you guys can really take it on board and start implementing this into your own routines as well, whether it be in your morning routine, your afternoon routine or a midday routine. You know, if, if you work from home and you have the luxury of being able to go outside and ground yourself on your lunch breaks. So basically grounding is like balancing out the spiritual and physical energy that is in your body. And you do so by connecting yourself energetically to the earth. So what that essentially does is it brings you back into the present moment, right? And you receive this really nourishing energy from the nature around you, from the ground around you, from the the plants around you, the water around you, whatever it may be. And it allows your body to feel really clear and centered and strong and focused. And I think this is something that's so important. Um, I know it's something that I need so much because I feel so ungrounded and disconnected from constantly being on technology. And I know a lot of you will feel the same as well. So here are some of the causes of why you might be feeling ungrounded or disconnected. And then we'll have a chat about, you know, the different ways that you can kind of tell if you currently are ungrounded and disconnected yourself. So some of the causes include um, technology, you know, being on your on your phone, on social media, on computers, watching TV too much, like whatever technology it is you're using, playing video games, like, you know, scrolling on Instagram, whatever it is, technology is a massive cause of disconnect. Um, also being busy, like doing, doing lots of things rather than simply just being across your day. You know, yeah. so if you were too busy, you know, shuffling around trying to get everything done rather than simply just sitting and be still and focusing on your breathing you know if you're meditating that is a great way to ground yourself um but yeah like being busy all the time can really cause that um and then the other thing would be by constantly being in this state of thinking right rather than feeling because when you're in that state of thinking you become too much in your head and therefore you're gonna become disconnected from your body, okay? So here are some signs that maybe you are ungrounded right now. See if any of these like connect with you, if, if you feel like, yes, this is actually where I am at the moment, because if you answer yes to any of these things, then you need to really start being more intentional about grounding yourself You know, at some point in your day. So signs you are ungrounded include uh, a lack of focus and you are easily distracted. You feel really spacey or scattered or anxious. 
Um, maybe you are easily affected by what's going on around you. And with this one, it would especially be um, affected by other people's energies and moods. You know, if, if you find the people around you are really having an impact on your own energy, then the odds are that you just need to reground yourself. And then the final thing would be you're either feeling physically, mentally, or emotionally drained. Okay. So these are the sorts of signs that maybe you're ungrounded at the moment. So if you answered yes to any of them, what I want you to do is really pay attention to the next thing I'm going to tell you. And these are four different ways that you can begin to reground yourself. Okay. So the first way that you can be doing this is through exercise. So moving your body. So you can go to the gym for this or better than that, you can go out into nature, go for a walk or go for a run or do like a park workout or play some sports with your kids, like whatever it may be. Exercise is a really great way of grounding yourself because what moving your body does is it brings you right back into the present moment. Okay, because you are being forced to focus on the exercise. You're being forced to focus on that activity, that movement that you're doing, right? And so by doing that, it focuses on being in the moment of that activity rather than, you know, fixating on, on the past or what you have to get done this week for work or, you know, the past or the future. It brings you back to the now and you just focus on that thing that you are doing right now. So that's the first way of grounding yourself. It's a really easy thing to be doing and definitely something that you all should be doing for minimum 30 minutes a day anyway. You know, the importance of exercise, it has so many benefits on your body. Um, But the second way is earthing. And this is, I'd say this is my favorite way. So this is essentially what I was um, telling you guys about when I was going on my waterfall trip and going for my walk in the park, you know, along the water where I saw that um, manta ray. And basically earthing, what it does is it transfers negatively charged electrons from the earth's surface. So from the earth, the physical energy from the earth, it transfers it into your body. So the thing about earthing is you really have to make sure that you're not wearing shoes, you're not wearing socks, it's just your bare feet on the earth. So not on concrete, okay, on the physical earth. And because what this does is this energy transfer, it physically makes changes to your body, like right down to your DNA. And I'm not gonna go into all the details about that because I'm no science expert, But essentially, you know, that negatively charged electrons that's coming up into your body from the earth, it's going to have some incredible benefits on the physical makeup of your body. Okay, like to the level of your DNA. That's how powerful that is. And if you don't understand what I mean by this, like literally everything around us is made from energy. Okay, we are made from energy. Um, The earth, trees, grass, all of it's made from energy, even the phone that you're holding right now. Your phone is made up of energy as well. So what we want to do is we want to disconnect from that energy of, you know, the technology and reconnect with the energy of nature and the earth so that it can have the benefits on our body. So what you should do is if you're wanting to, you know, do the earthing technique is find some sand or some grass or some dirt. Okay, something that is natural earth. Take your shoes off and sit on it or walk on it. Personally, I love to, actually I get in two moods. One mood is I want to bury my feet in sand and like, you know, put it in, put my feet in the water and stuff. The other mood is I want to just lay down on the grass and literally hands flat on the grass, feet bare on the grass 
and just breathe in the earth, okay? I know it sounds ridiculous, but trust me, guys, it is so soothing. Don't mock me until you try it. And basically what we're going to be doing is it's allowing the earth's energy to just nourish and restore our own body's energy, okay? And this is why I say no concrete or no shoes because you want to connect with the earth. And think of it this way, like how often do you actually physically connect your bare skin to the earth? My bet is you don't do it enough, okay? Because you're always either wearing shoes or socks or thongs or you're always inside or you're always on carpet or tiles or concrete footpaths. So you're probably not very often earthing yourself. So this is something you should really be intentional about doing each day, okay? So I absolutely love it as an end of day activity because I feel like it just completely cleanses and restores my energy after a big day but then I mean same goes for the morning you know you can really set your energy into a beautiful state by going outside and earthing yourself first thing. Now I've got two other methods I wanted to share with you today I told you guys I've got the facts for you I've got the methods for you one of these ways is gonna work for you I promise so if the first two didn't appeal to you here's the second two so um we've got crystals crystal grounding right so what you can do is you can carry crystals in your clothing you know find a crystal that has the energy properties that match what it is that you are needing and then you're going to cleanse that crystal you're going to cleanse that crystal remove any energy that is already existing on it that maybe is from other people touching it beforehand or maybe just your own negative energy from beforehand you're going to cleanse the crystal and you're going to set a new intention for what you want that stone to do. So what I would suggest is go down to your local um, spiritual store, go in, see what stones you're drawn to, or if you have a specific need, specific energy that you're wanting to attract, then you know have a look for what stone is gonna provide that to you. And then grab it and carry it around, pop it in your bra or pop it in your pocket, like have it on your body, put it on a piece of jewelry. I've got a couple of rings that I absolutely love. Um, to wear around to help with certain like you know restoring certain energies but if you are specifically looking to reground yourself here is a couple of different stones that you can you know go out and get that are in specifically for regrounding and healing your energy in this sense so there's red jasper bloodstone hematite gold tiger's eye carnelian garnet pyrite and amber so i'm sorry if i mispronounced any of them i'm not a crystal expert i just am a crystal hobbyist um but i would definitely recommend you know going and and having some fun finding some crystals that you like and seeing if there's anything that is going to align with the energy that you're trying to restore within yourselves my favorite crystal is actually uh the amethyst and that's because i had a dream about the amethyst once upon a time i don't know if i shared this dream with you guys but I was just feeling so drained, like so drained all the time. And then I had this dream that there were all of these big rocks around me all on the floor. And I was just picking them up one by one and I was breaking them in half in my hand. And inside of them was these absolutely stunning raw amethyst crystals and it was the most vivid dream the most beautiful dream and I just kept on picking up the rocks breaking them in half and there'd be more crystals inside all amethysts and after I had that dream I was just like literally craving an amethyst like that's the only way I can describe it I was craving 
that gemstone. Like my body was just saying, go get one, go buy one, Emily, go buy one. And so I did. And after I bought that, like all of a sudden my energy just felt so refreshed. I sleep with that. Um, I got a big chunk of raw ameth- raw amethyst and I just sleep with that next to my bed. And um, yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, when you get into spirituality and crystals and, and crystal healing and all of that, it's, it's, that's, that's really the point that got me into it, you know, was having that sort of visualization, that experience while sleeping and then like being so drawn and connected to that stone, you know, when I woke back up the next day. Um, and then I also have an amethyst ring, which I got because I wanted to carry that energy around with me all the time. So that's how you can use crystals. I know I went a bit off topic then had a little bit of story time but that is how you can use crystals for regrounding and then the final way of kind of like regrounding yourself is through meditation and specifically doing a tree meditation so what I want you to do is you know go and google and youtube and properly find out how to do this sort of meditation but the brief rundown of it is you sit and stand with your feet flat on the bare earth okay so you can sit down or you can stand up tall like a tree then you take deep breaths, okay? So you're going to focus on feeling the ground that is beneath you, okay? So you're going to picture your feet physically growing roots down into the earth, okay? And as you breathe, breathe in deep from the roots that you are envisioning coming out of the palms of your feet, okay? So picture physical roots coming out of your bare feet into the earth, Breathe in deep through those roots that you're visualizing and pull in the energy of the earth and bring it into your body. Now, the visualization of this exercise is the biggest part. And so what I want you to do is properly go and get a guided meditation for it or watch a YouTube video on how to do a tree meditation. But essentially what you're going to be doing is visualizing that energy, then channeling all the way through your body up to your crown so the top of your head and then um you know i believe you let light out or i don't know draw light back in or something like that but i would have a youtube of it and properly see the proper method of how you do this but essentially yeah like the whole point of it is that you envision yourself literally pulling in the earth's energy and filling up your body and then releasing the negative energy um, that you've been carrying, releasing it back out into the earth, okay? So that's sort of like, I know this has been a bit of a lengthy solo, solo episode, but I really wanted to go into depth about explaining the importance of grounding and how you can go about doing it because I feel like so many of us, the reason why we are feeling energetically low or frustrated or you know snapping a lot at the people around us is because we're not taking enough time to do deep and proper you know physical mental and emotional self-care and grounding is one of those things that hits all those boxes right it's going to physically balance you out your physical body your mind and your emotions it's going to balance it all back out so you can continue on in a high energy state okay so if you've been feeling really low vibe lately 
I want you to go and I want to I want you to give one of those grounding methods a try and send me a message on Instagram you know or like tag me in your story and let me know if you've given something a try and how it went for you but I can tell you what guys like this makes a massive difference for me and I know it's going to make a massive difference for you as well because these are like proven techniques okay this isn't just my trial and error this is like proven techniques that work with the whole grounding and balancing out your spiritual and physical energy okay So what are you going to do this next week? You are going to start taking more control of your morning routine and really checking and seeing, okay, is my morning routine setting me up for success or is it just draining me right now, okay? Because that's something that I had to really come to terms with myself and realize that, okay, my morning routine has not been setting me up for success. So how can I change this? What boundaries can I put in place? What can I do to ensure that I am focusing on myself and filling up my own cup in the morning? Um, one thing that my friend told me was having a selfish hour, which is something I'm really um, starting to implement. And that is just one hour. As soon as you wake up in the morning, you just get to focus on you. You get to be selfish with that time, okay? Um, and then what I want you guys to do is make sure you're getting out into nature, making sure that you're grounding yourself, making sure you're connecting your bare feet into the earth, getting in water, getting on sand, climbing up trees, literally breathing, like taking a moment to breathe because that's something I really forget to do. You know, I get so much in the hustle and bustle of the working day. I just want to like, you know, get everything done, smash out all the work that I have to do. But what I find is that actually does end up having a negative impact on me and how I'm able to show up because if we are not filling up our own cups first, How can we be pouring into other people, you know? So um, I hope this episode has been really beneficial for you guys. I hope you've taken a lot away from it. Um, I think that, you know, I really wanted to just educate you guys on the importance of, you know, protecting your own energy, grounding yourself, and making sure that the routines you have in your day are setting you up for success. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know. I'll do some more like this. You can let me know some topics that maybe you're struggling with and need some help with. And again, if you enjoyed this episode, send it to a friend. If you know someone who is struggling with grounding at the moment, maybe they're very disconnected, maybe they're lacking focus, feeling spacey, a little bit anxious, maybe they're easily affected by other people's moods or they're just very, very physically, mentally and emotionally drained, send them this episode and hopefully we can help them through these grounding methods to really change that, you know, and start owning their own energy again. I think that whether you're a spiritual person or not, It does not matter. Grounding is something we all really need to be doing. Getting out in nature, getting out into the world around us, just taking a moment to disconnect from technology, to disconnect from the hustle and bustle of the workday and just still sit, be still, be calm, breathe and just appreciate the beautiful gifts of nature around us. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories, tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all from me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.